Welcome to the Mindful Magic Podcast. I'm Katie Hill. This podcast is dedicated to bringing you ideas, tools, and ways of thinking that will support you and your child to uncover your inner calm, your joy default. Welcome to Anna LaGrange, lactation consultant, pediatric nurse, and mindful breastfeeding coach. Uh, Anna has worked as a nurse at Great Ormond Street, Chelsea and Westminster Hospital and as a community nurse in Kent and she provides support for breastfeeding mothers and those hoping to breastfeed. Um, She provides support in person and through her online courses and she also runs training for antenatal educators and doulas in mindful breastfeeding support. Welcome, it's really nice to have you here. Hi Katie, how are you? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, really good, thanks. Good. So um, I wanted to have you on because I absolutely love your approach. I've been following, I think we've been following each other for a little while, but um, <laughs> everything that you're doing at the moment, I just think is, is just so wonderful. And I'd love to know like how and why you use the word mindful. How do you understand mindfulness? How is it part of, what, of the work that you do? Oh, thanks. Thanks for the compliment. That's, I really appreciate that. It's lovely to know. You know, when you're sort of working on online, you don't always know who's out there following you or if anybody's even interested in what you're having, what you're saying. So it's always nice to get um, positive feedback. But yeah, I mean, I for me, mindfulness is all really about um, living in the moment, being joyful, um, just living a more conscious life and um having a deeper awareness of ourselves and our place in the world and our place in our family and with our children and our partners and that perhaps sounds a bit deep um so with the work that i do i tend to break it down a bit for parents um and sort of encourage them to live a little bit more in that way and especially when it comes to breastfeeding by providing them with tools and techniques to help them yeah enjoy their babies a bit more enjoy what they're doing and sort of to cope as well with some of the challenges that breastfeeding um, and early parenting generally can throw up because there are so many um, and it can be a bit of a shock can't it when we come parents for the first time um, just how much of a change it is and I think that using mindfulness is a really nice connecting way to look at kind of um, yeah having a few sort of resources to be able to cope with those issues yeah absolutely it is such a challenging time um, it's I'm sure people listening who are parents will remember the early days very well or maybe not remember them very well I don't <laughs> but it's um it's a wonderful time but also such a hard time as well and I know that a lot of people struggle around around feeding so this is such important work that that you're doing I think what's involved in mindful breastfeeding what's in, involved with that that term so the sort of um group of techniques that I've put put you know put together kind of work both antenatally and postnatally with families and i um, teach them to professionals so that they can use them because you know I can obviously only work with so many people so it's really lovely to have people all over the country and soon internationally as well kind of using these tools with the families they're working with I think that with antenatal education um, 
we're not particularly good at helping families to uncover, um, as professionals I mean, we're not particularly good at helping families to uncover how they feel about infant feeding. In the society we live in, it is quite a complex subject and we all come to parenthood with a sort of image um, and ideas about what that might look like. And I think one of the reasons why so many um, women in the UK want to breastfeed and start out breastfeeding but then don't um, end up breastfeeding so the statistics are quite quite a high drop off in the first few weeks of people breastfeeding um, is because you know we haven't they haven't really explored um, sort of the complexities around what breastfeeding looks like in our country what's normal for infants um, what's normal for breastfeeding it's just something we don't see and talk about enough so with my antenatal um, kind of sessions we very much look at that sort of pick apart you know, how do I feel about feeding this baby? Is it something that I feel comfortable about? Is it not? And it's just that becoming more conscious of feelings and emotions. And then I sort of um, share mindset tools such as affirmations and things like that. So we look at what the issues might be and then start putting some positive sentences together that those parents can use to try and perhaps alter some of the more negative challenging things that are coming into their minds because you know when we think something negative we tend to think it over and over and over again and before we know it we start believing it um, before that particular part of our life has even started so if we can encourage um, mums but partners as well families generally to start um, thinking about things in a more positive way then hopefully when the time arrives they're going to have a lot more belief in themselves that's it isn't it a lot of it seems to be around belief and I mean you said you said belief in yourself but also believing your thoughts as well and believing that what they are is reality and I think that's such a big part of well a lot around birth as well as breastfeeding that we kind of believe what we've been told we believe what um, we have seen yeah. and and not really access a kind of deeper innate understanding that's maybe underneath all of it um because it, we've got so much fear and so much like negativity like you said around around a lot of normal natural things that happen yeah. around birth and feeding our children so it's um yeah I, I think it's really interesting what you say about about belief and our thoughts and about how we yeah how we understand these things it's really hard in our culture to have trust in our bodies, especially as women, and to also, I think, trust our babies as little human beings themselves. So I think that's a really steep learning curve for lots of families. And so, yeah, I mean, that's just one part of it, really. And then the other part of it is helping parents to have the tools to be able to really calm down their, um, I'm going to give it sort of techie now, sorry, but calm down their nervous system, their autonomic nervous system. So they're, you know, have some tools to be able to, um, relax a little bit um in a stressful time and be able to um kind of relax and feel calmer so that they can then find the answers and find the direction that feels right for them and for their baby and for their family when um difficulties arise if that makes sense so um yeah that's sort of the other part of it that you can use both antenatally and postnatally is um guided relaxations um, and breathing techniques things like that that just really help um families to i suppose cope and navigate this sort of new world that they've entered um so yeah that's that's the other part of my breastfeeding really that we use and i know that the um, practitioners i'm working with that work mostly with postnatal women are using those tools now some of them with every single 
client they work with so they're really finding that it makes a huge difference it's such a simple thing isn't it um you know breathing <laughs> we were doing it anyway um but it's so um yeah it really is making a big difference big impact on those families so it's lovely to see that happening all around yeah can you tell us a little bit more about how like how that works like the the, the science around it the neuroscience around parent early parenting in particular and what what's kind of going on with parents if we can yeah. generalize yeah it's cool. it's obviously comp well, it's not complicated but it, there's a lot of aspects to it so um if we take for example to start with just a normal biological what's happening in a woman's body and hormonally um to actually get breastfeeding off to a good start to actually let down your milk you need the um the hormone oxytocin to be flowing so it's exactly the same as in birth um if oxytocin isn't flowing then we are feeling stressed often we're feeling perhaps watched criticized uncomfortable in our environment and exactly the same way in birth with breastfeeding um oxytocin is needed as a sort of contracting hormone it actually contracts the cells around the milk making cells in your breast to let your milk down so you can imagine if that isn't physically happening if you're not feeling relaxed enough for oxytocin to flow then that's going to make the physical aspects of breastfeeding really difficult um, so that's sort of that one side of it and then the other side is that when we're feeling stressed and when we are um, anxious we can be in something called our sympathetic nervous system again a bit of a techie term um, we can also call it our fight flight or freeze mode um, I'm sure we all recognize it you don't have to be a parent to recognize it if that's moment when you're stressed out you can't really think straight and um, perhaps you're feeling physical symptoms from it you're you know your heart's beating faster and um you know and what's happening there is your body's actually physically um put you in a kind of emergency mode um and so not only do you have physical symptoms from that but also it's really hard to think straight and really hard actually to connect with your baby and with your loved ones when you're in that situation so um those are sort of two sides of what's happening and as you can imagine when you're feeling like that it's really hard to learn something new and breastfeeding does have to be learned because we're not seeing it um as we grow up for most of us um it's something that's going to take a bit of time and a bit of patience and if we're feeling really stressed it makes it harder for everybody so um that's sort of where these tools come in to just try and quiet all that down quieten down the nervous system um when oxytocin flows as well as it being a contracting hormone it's also a hormone that makes us feel really good and it's a hormone that makes us connect um with those around us so for all those reasons it's a great thing to have around but it kind of is a little bit um it, yeah it needs protecting it needs looking after and we do that with breastfeeding exactly the same way as we do in the birthing room it's by thinking about our environment thinking about who's around um and thinking about um using tools like breathing um to keep us relaxed or help us be as relaxed as possible so there's a lot of information there no i'm listening no, i'm just listening it's really interesting i'm just thinking it's i think for some people uh, myself included actually uh with with a lot of things in life and this is this it's, it's kind of connected with birth and breastfeeding um you can sort of try really hard to to relax you can try really hard to set up like the right um the right environment and whatever and you're trying so hard that it's you're always getting a bit stressed about trying so hard yeah. so what's the like how do you how do you help to enable 
um, women to, to to relax without trying too hard and getting stressed over it yeah absolutely there's nothing more annoying is there when you're stressed out by someone and someone coming over and telling you to just relax calm down, <laughs> calm down. yeah exactly nothing more infuriating so I tend not to talk in those terms so much in a particularly stressful moment I just suggest let's why don't we just all enjoy a, a quiet moment, a, you know, a, guide, a short guided relaxation, you know, it only takes three minutes for the body to get into a deep muscle relaxation. Um, sometimes I just talk about it, just listening to a few gentle words and just spending that moment connecting with your baby. And what I find is for most new parents, if we talk about prioritizing connection or prioritizing or thinking about just holding your baby without thinking about breastfeeding at all, let's just spend those few minutes just connecting, just calming everything down. And the, and the coming out of the fight, flight or freeze mode is just sort of a natural side effect of that actually, of just taking that time, holding your baby close, maybe taking in their smell and being close to your partner as well. And just not putting any pressure on yourself to do anything else apart from just perhaps have that skin skin or that, that cuddling moment. And it, it works wonders actually. Yeah. That's it. It's taking it back to basics, isn't it? Would you yeah. say it's, it's, when you, you're talking about the mindfulness bit, would you say it's, it's like instinct or intuition? It's just going back to the simple, like, simple, yeah, instinctive thing that you would do with a baby or, or, or way of looking after yourself, like your instinctive voice, your, yeah, your intuition. Yeah, I definitely think it's connected for what I think it's very difficult to um, hear our instincts and to notice and recognise them when we're feeling and when we're in that stressed out state and when we're worried and when we're concerned about if we're getting something right, if we are feeling that we're not a good parent or even worse, if we're feeling traumatised by the fact that something serious is happening to our baby, perhaps in those more extreme circumstances, um, it's really hard to follow that intuition. And we're in an age of complete information overload where we can find about 20 million answers to one single question if we go online and start looking it up. And I think all of those things, rather than um, making us feel um, calmer, actually overloads us, stresses us out even more, and then in turn sort of stops us listening to our intuition and our instincts. So I'm very much about the more we physically connect with our baby um, and our loved ones, the more you can start to tune in and tap into those sort of answers. I tell parents they've got all the answers inside of them, um, but they may not be able to hear them right now. But the more that they're able to take those quiet moments, um, if they can do a guided relaxation or use breathing techniques, whatever tools they think would work for them, then the more they're going to start noticing them. And then, then, then comes the trust with that trusting and believing in yourself that you are an amazing parent you do have the answers there does that make That's sense it. I love I love what you say about that it's because it is it's connecting with others that's 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 exactly what it's about isn't it and and yeah. having all the answers within you I love that too because that's it's about it's stripping back all of the noise isn't it it's stripping yeah. back or yeah information overload all of the millions of whatever that have been Million of millions of answers that have been thrown around, even you know the millions of bits of research that you can access that say one thing and something else says another, and blah, blah, blah. a lot of the time, it, I mean that stuff's helpful. It's really helpful, but it's only helpful if you're also able to quieten down, go inwards, connect with yourself, and therefore connect with others. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah yeah so why is this so important to you why is this your like 
your mission, your life's mission? I just think that, you know, I've worked with obviously hundreds, if not thousands of breastfeeding new families, definitely thousands of new families because I've been doing this for a long time. Um, and the stress is such a common factor, seeing parents who are just really anxious, not believing themselves and really maybe not physic, um, out loud, um, you know, putting beat themselves up, but I know that internally they are. And it really breaks my heart. Um, and I just want to be able to provide as many parents as possible with the tools that they can be really confident and parent in the way that works for them. Um, you know, I don't parent in the same way as you, um, or as, you know, most, you know, I do it my own way. And obviously, you know, sometimes I get things wrong, sometimes, and sometimes I get things right. And, um, you know, I've been a mum for 12 years and I'm still winging it every single day. And it's just sort of trying to get that message across to parents that we're just all on our own path, we're all on our own journey. Um, and yeah, just getting them to, to recognise that really and feel good about it. And when it comes to breastfeeding, if a mum really, really wants to breastfeed, if that's something that's really important to her, which I know for many, many families it is, um, then I think we need to give them the best support and the best chance that they can to be able to have that breastfeeding relationship that they want to. And for me, it can't just be all about practical stuff. It's got to come from within as well. And you've got to look after the mental well-being of those mums and um, be able to support them and give them tools to be able to do that for themselves. So, um, and partners as well, essential role for families to be involved with that sort of um, emotional side of things. So I think, yeah, for all those reasons, I'm really passionate about sharing these tools and also because they're so simple and because really anybody can do them and they make such an impact it's just kind of like you know why everybody needs to know this you know what I mean you just <laughs> just want to share it share the love it is it's amazing the simplicity isn't it I sometimes feel like when I'm talking about mindful magic I'm going on about how simple all of these things are and it's like, well, it's, it's simple. So why do we need to, why do we need to do it? It's like, but that's, that's the point. It's not, it's not really the, the doing the tools are, the tools are there as vehicles to access your, your inner wisdom, your inner like understanding. It's already there. Exactly. Yeah. So I love that. Why do you think um, self-care is such a, a key kind of part of it? Why? is you know looking after parents looking after their own emotional well-being is so important in those early days oh i mean so many reasons um you know we're not supposed to do this on our own and yet so many people do try to do it on their own or believe that they should um if you are trying to establish breastfeeding in the early weeks somebody's got to be there to look after you and to make sure that you are you know eating drinking you've got some company that you can talk through your worries with um and also give you a bit of a break so that you can go and spend a little bit of time perhaps doing something for yourself like having a shower or maybe going out in the fresh air for 10 minutes or so you know that that sort of stuff's really important it makes such a big difference I so often go in to see families you know a few days in perhaps even a week in and they've just sat and been trying to establish breastfeeding all this time and say to the mums have you you know have you popped your head outside or had a breath of fresh air or done anything for yourself and they're just so focused on on breastfeeding and of course getting exhausted and worn out so yeah for that reason because it can feel quite relentless can't it when babies mm -hmm. are little and when they're sleeping for short periods um and there feels like there's a lot going on so the more that we can sort of 
prioritize ourselves for just some short times each day the more you then have the capacity to care for somebody else a bit more i mean i really learned this the hard way um i was you know very much the super mum trying to do everything trying to be you know work part-time my husband worked in the city and just trying to do all the things for the kids and you know eventually it just made me very ill and that's what led me to find mindfulness in you know to the point where I am now I mean I've always done a bit of yoga and things like that but um yeah I needed a really tough lesson to teach myself that I needed to slow down at for some point every single day um because if I didn't do it my body was going to find another way of forcing me to do it so um yeah I wish I'd had somebody um early on in my parenting journey that could have told me how important it was I looked after myself because it took me yeah almost 10 years to to not quite that long maybe eight years to figure that out and um start putting myself first for at least part of the day each day yeah i think that's uh i think a lot of people will be able to resonate with that um because we as women in particular i think we try and do everything don't we um yeah. and try and be everything and try and get everything absolutely perfectly right yeah. and any mistakes can be like incredibly traumatic mm. um so it's it's so it's so important i just <laughs> i just think and to 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 teach parents that and also children and i think through what you're doing parents are understanding it and then hopefully passing it on to their children as they as they grow up as well that this is you know you have the answers inside but you you've got to take care of yourself yeah absolutely the kids pick up on it even if you don't talk about it directly with them they they pick up on it just you know even because just by saying i need some time to myself you have to give me this moment and then i'll be with you or whatever i mean that's obviously for older kids you can't really say that to a baby but you know it's yeah it's you know p children pick up on it and my kids will say things to me like i just need to be on my own right now or just give me you know i just want to go and do my own thing and then i'll come back so they obviously are picking up the concepts and pick up the language and, and luckily now schools are adding a bit more of this stuff in but you know it needs to start earlier than that it needs to start when they're really little yeah yeah absolutely from from the first moment <laughs> which is yeah yeah and before and and that's it and that's i think the the antenatal that's why antenatal education is so important as well because and and making sure it's not just about the um as you said not it's not just about the kind of practicalities and the how things work but it's about and not just a tokenistic nod to like oh let's just make sure you look after yourself and you know this is what postnatal depression could look like and just kind of tagging it on it's like no 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 let's not just tag it on it's like the most important thing you could you can learn how to do all the other stuff you know you can like all of the all of the practicality bits it's it's half of it it's, it's so important to get the i don't want to say mindset but it's it's the, the mind work isn't it the yeah yeah, yeah. and so we don't even necessarily want to call it work sometimes that sounds a bit <laughs> off-putting but yeah that's how <laughs> no, we do no. but yeah i mean i'm actually saying now um to the professionals i'm training actually bonding first connection first you know we've breastfeeding is complicated it's difficult 
the connection has to come first only then can the breastfeeding become easier and and you can pick it up like you know because of what we were saying about learning and it being difficult to learn and, and think straight when we're stressed out so um and also bonding is obviously essential no matter how you feed your baby bonding and connection has to come first so you know um if somebody's really struggling um prioritize connection prioritize enjoying time with your baby holding your baby close if you can do skin to skin and the rest will follow it may not be exactly how you hoped it would look but if we prioritize that connection then i just think it's a really really amazing foundation for that relationship between you and that baby and and all of you as a family so yeah that's definitely what i say now i think this stuff actually has to come first yeah i love that it makes so much sense yeah yeah i've got a few um shorter like quick fire questions for you if that's no okay problem. um so what does joy look like for you today at the moment it's walking my kids to school we do not live in it close to school it's about a 45 minute walk each way but we are all loving it it's so good nature chatting it just yeah Oh, wow that's yeah. amazing 45 minutes how how early do you have to set out <laughs> um yeah about five past eight in the morning that's okay yeah it's fine so it's oh uh it's yeah it's a really nice thing of adding to our lives that I thought would make things a bit complicated but it's been the opposite it's been a really nice surprise incredible uh when was the last time you were really in flow with something gosh <laughs> um I would say when I was teaching at the weekend, I absolutely love teaching this stuff. Um, it's just my favourite as far as work's concerned. I do love being with families as well, but teaching this to other professionals and them and seeing them have their light bulb moments is really nice and yeah, it feels great. Amazing. Speaking to any parents who are particularly maybe newborn ones who are struggling today, what's the one thing you'd want them to know? Yeah, I think just to give yourself time, breastfeeding, is, it's natural. Of course, our babies and our bodies absolutely are ready to do it. But when we haven't seen it, when it's not something we've observed, um, everything that we learn in life, um, even the most natural, normal of things, takes observation, practice, getting it wrong before it starts getting easier. And it's exactly the same with breastfeeding. So definitely give yourself a break and take time and call in any help that you might need. And we talk a lot about um, your joy default in Mindful Magic. What do you hear in that? Um, just that joy is our default setting, isn't it? It's where we're supposed to be. And it's not necessarily that rush of adrenaline excitement. It's just like that contentment with sort of, you know, life's good. Everything's, everything's fine. And that's, you know, physically and emotionally, mentally, that's, you know, for our state of well-being, I think that's the absolute optimal. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. It's been so lovely to chat to you, Anna. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, could you just remind everyone of your like your website and how they can get hold of you? Yep, my website is www.mindfulbreastfeeding.co.uk or you can find me on Instagram as the Mindful Breastfeeding Coach and Facebook the same. Awesome, thank you. I hope that um, any parents who are finding things difficult and also want to prepare as well we'll, we'll be in touch with you and um, obviously you've got antenatal educators as well who have trained with you so lots of people around the country who are able yeah. to provide support thank you so much
Thanks, Katie. Thanks. Take care. Bye now. Thank you for listening. To find out more about Mindful Magic and how you can join our movement, pop over to www.mindfulmagic.info or see us on facebook.com slash mindfulmagicmovement. We look forward to being in touch soon.